I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are talking about one of the things that I think I am most known for and one of the things that people always ask me about, and that is launching. Today, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about some of my launches, in particular, my most recent launch, which was my highest number of spots sold in a launch ever, 65 people in eight days. And I'm going to tell you the six steps for a calm launch. So this is like really the thing that I'm known for amongst my peers, with my clients. I'm known for being pretty chill, pretty calm during the launch. And I think that there are certain things that I do with my launches that really allow me to be calm. So I sat down and I thought about what are like those top things? What are those things that I think are super important that I want to tell everybody about that I think are some of my secrets for having really calm launches? So I came up with that list and that is today's podcast episode. I'm going to be telling you about those six things and letting you take those and run with those. And Here's some context for this. So I have launched a bunch throughout my business, but I have had now five launches that have been six or multiple six figures in revenue in the launch. And I've learned so much in that process. One of the concepts that I teach to my clients in both of my programs, Mama to CEO and Simple Scaling Mastermind, is the innovation cycle. And in the innovation cycle, you are having a plan, having a goal that you're executing, and then you are taking the lessons from that, whether you succeeded in hitting your goal or you didn't reach your goal, no matter what, you're taking that, you are gaining all of the lessons from it and you're moving forward into the next thing. So that each like iteration of that thing, there's only a few subtle shifts that you're making because you're learning the lessons, you're correcting for those things. And it just allows you to like have precision about identifying the thing that is really stopping you from achieving the goal you want to achieve with your launches. So that's something I've really been working on is really nailing launches. And now I feel like I have got it dialed in. Like after this launch, actually not even after this launch, during this launch, even before the launch, before the design 2022 launch, I knew that the launch was going to be different. Like I just knew it was going to be different from before it even started. So then when it started, I was so excited. I was like, this is going to be different. It already is different because of how different I am. And then I went through the launch and learned so much. 
And when I hit my goal of 50 people enrolled and 100K in revenue for the launch, like as soon as that happened, I was like, I have to document and teach every single thing that I have learned. Because I had learned a lot from my six and multiple six-figure mastermind launches, but launching a lower cost offer is so different than launching a high ticket item. And I know that that seems weird and you may be like, why is that a thing? But it is a thing. And those of you who have a low cost offer and have previously sold a high ticket thing, you're like, yep, I know what you're talking about. So there is just so much more selling and value that goes into it. And so many more mental hurdles, I think. I think mental hurdles are so much more likely when we have sold a high ticket thing and then we go to sell a low ticket thing. You have a lot of thoughts that don't serve you about your low ticket offer. And you have to find those. You have to work through them. So here's the first thing I want to say. This isn't even one of the six steps, but this is like a bonus thing that I want to say is that I... I'm so proud of myself. I am so grateful to myself that I kept going, that I didn't ever decide this isn't going to work. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm going to quit. Something I teach all of my clients is to keep as many of the variables the same as possible and keep tweaking the really subtle things like essentially your thoughts That's the thing that makes the most difference. So I sold Mama to CEO for a year and a half trying to have a six-figure launch. So every launch I did, I really wanted to have 50 people enroll. The highest enrollment I ever had was actually Design 2021 in December 2020, where I had 27 people sign up in that launch. So... That was the closest that I had ever gotten. So then I walked into the Design 2022 launch, and here's what I did. This is going to blow your mind. I was selling the same offer, Mama to CEO, at the same price, and I sold it with the same event. So Design 2022, I changed nothing. The worksheets were the same. I had my team update the branding because we'd done a rebrand, but like seriously, I hope you know the branding is not the thing that makes the difference in your launch. That is not the thing. So that was the only thing that was slightly different. The worksheets just looked a little different, but all the questions were the same. My notes were the same. The format and delivery of the events were the same. And I spent maybe 15 minutes looking over the notes because I've done design for years. So looking over the notes from all the prior years, like the document is called Design 2019 Notes. (laughs) So that tells you like how long I've been doing this and how long the notes have been essentially the same exact thing. This time I reformatted them from being a script to just being like bullet points because now I'm so much more comfortable just like freestyling at the mic. So I basically changed nothing. And here's what I also want you to know. I had the exact same number of people enrolled 
on day one of design 2022 as I did design 2021. Same number of people. So every variable was the same. You know what made the difference. Do you know what took me from a 27 spot launch to a 65 spot launch? It was just me. That is the only thing that changed. Incredible, right? Like, are you reeling? (laughs) Is your mind blown? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about what some of those pieces are. There are six things. So like I said, this is based on five, six or multiple six-figure launches that I have done in the past two years, ranging from $105,000 to $600,000. So the first thing is creating from your future self-concept versus your past or your present. So a lot of us, when we go into creating a launch, setting a goal, creating a plan for achieving our goal, we think about what we have done in the past and in the present and who we were in the past and in the present. And something that I really do well with my launches, particularly the ones that have been six-figure launches, has been to really think forward into the future about the future me, the me who has done the launch, who has achieved that result already, and really allow myself to create and show up and be in the energy of that version of me that's already done it. That is so available to you to tap into that version of you. This is actually something that I taught everybody during design is to really look forward into the future, into that version of you who has already created that result and rely on that version of you to help you figure out how you're going to do it and what the next right step is. And my belief about this is that this is a like hack to access your inner wisdom. This is like a hack to blow past all the bullshit and noise and all of that in your mind and really get to like, what do I know? What is that wisdom inside of me? Because we have so much more wisdom than we give ourselves credit for. The second thing, and I think this one is so important, like, oh my gosh, I catch people in this one all the time, all the time. Do not have things riding on your launch. Do not try to earn things from your launch that you cannot earn. (laughs) And I want you to really think about if you are somebody who has done launches and if you aren't, I want you to think about goals that you have set, like monthly goals or that kind of thing in your business What are you trying to prove with that, with the achievement of that? So for some of you, there is something that you want to believe about yourself that you think you have to earn. And I have news for you. You can't earn beliefs. 
You create beliefs through practicing thinking them over and over. They don't just like show up because you did something. And doing that thing is a hell of a lot more likely when you've created the belief first. So do not have things riding on it. This was a major lesson for me. I think this one might be like the thing that made maybe the biggest difference in this launch. Maybe not. Like I think there's like a lot of little things that I tweaked with this that are really good, but this was a major one. So I had told myself for a really long time that I wasn't good at selling my program. I had told myself for a really long time that I was trying to figure it out, that I was doing something wrong. And this had me looking at other people that I thought were doing it right and like trying to figure out what are they doing that I'm not doing. Isn't that so interesting? Like as if their strategy was going to be the thing that would work for me. And I even tried it and I even made some like really unwise investments from this thought error. So the thing that I had riding on my launches, the thing that I was trying to earn and prove from my launches was that I was good at selling the program. And what happened with this launch is that I decided in advance of the launch that I know how to sell this program. I'm good at selling this program and I don't have to earn any of that. And in fact, I don't even care how many spots I sell because I have nothing to prove, nothing to earn. I don't need anything from this launch. I have everything that I need already. I could sell zero spots. And I had decided to believe that about myself and my business and my program. So, so important. When I first introduced Mama to CEO, I think that what I was trying to earn from selling it and from the launches was the belief that the program was good. Like I think when I first started selling it, I had a really high self-concept about selling because I was the freaking master of selling everything I had ever sold before. I could not keep people away. I was always like selling out, having way more demand than I could fill. So I was like, fantastic, I'm creating this program where I can contain like endless amounts of demand. It's the perfect offer for me, so great. But what I didn't do was really build up my belief that this program was good for my clients. I knew how it was good for me and good for my business, but I hadn't built the belief that it was good for them and that it was going to help them and the results that it was going to get for them. So then I was like trying to feel validated that it was good, that they were going to get results, that they wanted it. Like, I didn't believe any of those things about it fully. Like, of course, when I created the program, I thought it was good. But like, I wasn't bringing that conviction of like, this is going to get you results. If you want results, get in this program. Like, I was not bringing that level of conviction to selling it. And I also wasn't believing people wanted it. Like, I had this story, like people want like, 
other stuff like one-on-one and other things like that. They don't want another program. Like, okay, you really want to get out there and sell a program with those thoughts. (laughs) That is not going to work. So I got to learn that one the hard way. You all know. Your girl loves to learn things the hard way sometimes. So I had all of these things that I was trying to earn and prove from each launch. And of course, it didn't work. So this launch, I finally got to the place where I was like, I have nothing to prove, nothing to earn. This program works. Like this program is a 100K factory. Like, are you a mom? Or somebody who like identifies as like a caregiver or a nurturer. I don't even care if you have kids. Like, is this like the core identity that you have of caregiver, nurturer? And do you want to make 100K with a business? If so, this program is where you will do it. This program will get you there. And all that I could see is like endless examples of people who had joined design last year, gone through Mama to CEO for a year, and popped out the other end with a 100K business. Like it just became like irrefutable to me. I'm just like, this program works. And so it was like, I don't even care what these people think, if they like it, if they want it, whatever, like they're dumb if they don't want it. (laughs) That was kind of the energy. And I was just so focused on like, it's just really good. Of course, everybody wants it. You have a 100K business. You pay me $2,000 one time. And a year later, you've got your 100K business. Like, that's how it works. So I am on on a roll now. But like, that was the shift, right? Like, I got to this place where... I wasn't trying to get validation. I wasn't trying to prove that I was good at something or prove that they wanted it. I wasn't trying to earn something that I couldn't earn and I didn't have things writing on it. I didn't have my self-concept writing on it. I didn't have, oh, this is such a good one. I didn't look at this launch and a lot of you who do December launches, I know you do the same thing. You look at the December launch and you think my last launch of the year means something about my goal next year. Like my goal next year is riding on this launch. If I can do my goal next year, like that question, that answer to that question is riding on this launch. It's going to be answered by this launch. No, 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 no. I did not do that. And I want you to know that my plan for 2022 has large Mama to CEO launches in it. And even with that, what I decided was that no matter what happens in this launch, whether I hit my goal, whether I don't, I know that this launch is a turning point for me. Like I'm just deciding Everything changes after this launch and whatever happens in this launch is setting me up for all of the launches next year. Even if I fail and learn a bunch of lessons. And that felt so powerful to not feel like I had so much writing on the launch. So I know a lot of you have things writing on your launches and 
that is the recipe for a not calm launch. That is a recipe for a lot of crying and stress and anxiety all launch long, no matter what happens. So don't do that. Stop doing that. Stop it. (laughs) I'm like swatting it out of your hand. No more of that. All right. The third thing is to plan and do work in advance. This one seems really basic, right? Like plan your launch in advance and do the work for the launch in advance. So I plan my launches at least six weeks out and I try to create all of the materials and have them like done at least a month out. And I'm really working on getting these things done sooner and sooner and sooner. I'm really trying to have a pattern of habit in my business where I'm doing things way in advance, where I am not in this place of even doing it a few weeks before. So I create a plan for my launch and I outline all the materials that I need to create. I outline all the things that I need to do that my team members need to do. We have all of the things planned in advance and we get all the things created in advance so that we are not scrambling during the launch. Because here's what you need to know. There will always be things that come up during the launch. There may be inspiration that comes up during the launch. And so you want to have the bulk of your work done in advance as much as you possibly can done in advance. I for sure, I'm like, I'm going to get my emails done in advance. I'm going to get my podcasts done in advance. I want all of that stuff ready to go in advance. So as much as you can do, as far in advance as possible, I strongly recommend. It's going to make you so much more calm during the launch. And what it's also going to free you up to do is rest during your launch. So during my design launch, I watched cheesy Netflix Christmas movies. I wrapped presents. I, what else did I do? I did other stuff. I hung out with family. I, I think I went on like a shopping day with Stuart. Like I did a bunch of other things throughout the launch besides just launch stuff. Oh, actually, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I forgot this. I felt sick during the launch. I bet none of you knew that. I woke up on day one feeling nauseous and I had a migraine. And then I like felt a little iffy for the rest of the week. Isn't that amazing? So I'll tell you what I did. I spent a lot of time in bed (laughs) during the launch. So I, with design, I went live every day. It was like a five-day workshop. So a lot of those days, then afterwards, I would go back and get in bed and rest and read books and play Animal Crossing and all the things that I love to do. So I want to tell you, you can actually have a launch that you are resting during. Amazing, right? Yes. So that comes from being really prepared and doing your work in advance. I also want you, this is the fourth thing, to investigate your expectations in advance. So guaranteed, 
you have expectations about your launch. Recently, I was coaching in another coach's mastermind. I was like doing a guest coaching situation and some of the people who got coached by me were in launches and they were like partway through their launches. They were not done with their launches and they were like a little bit panicked that they felt like they were not on track for their goal based on how many sales they had so far. And this is what we uncovered is that they had expectations about how the launch should be doing and what on track would look like. And so when you are going into a launch, I want you to think about this in advance. What are the expectations you have for things like how many are going to be sold on day one? What would you make it mean if there was a different number sold on day one or two or three or any day of the launch? I want you to really uncover what are the expectations I have for the right way for this launch to go. And then I want you to really tap into intentional thinking. Something that I told myself over and over throughout this launch that was so powerful is everyone's buying. They're all buying. So anytime I was selling, like when I was actually doing the pitch, anytime I was looking at number of sales or looking at data or, oh my gosh, this was really funny. I was like stalking the real-time Google analytics during part of the launch because I could see how many people were on the sales page and the checkout page. And so every time I would do that, I would tell myself this, everyone's buying, they're all buying. And then there was some times where like a bunch of sales would come all at a time. So like I'd get a notification, I'd be excited, but then another one would come in and another one would come in and I'd be like, oh my gosh, everyone's buying. (laughs) It was like I created that as my reality because that was where I was intentionally directing my mind. And I'll tell you that there was definitely times where my brain wanted to have other thinking, where my brain offered up some other thoughts like that's not enough. You're not on track for your goal or which was totally made up by the way. Like what does on track for your goal even mean? It's not an equal number that's sold every day of a launch. Like I had days in the launch where I sold two spots and days in the launch where I sold 27 spots, right? Like what even is on track? And the last day was the day that I sold 27. So I never possibly could have known that I was on track ever until I hit it, right? So I want you to like really question those things when they come up. My brain had all kinds of thoughts. Like there was even a moment on the very last day, I had already hit my goal and about an hour or two before the cart closed, tons of people were buying. Like tons of people were buying. There's like this huge rush. And then an hour before, The whole hour before, nobody was buying until 15 minutes before. And then there was like another huge rush. We actually like kept the cart open for a little bit extra because like people were like on the page and I was like, that seems mean to turn it off while they're like right on there. Let them finish buying. So there was a huge rush like right at the end, but there was this moment like that last 
hour right before that rush started where I was like, I guess no one else is buying. And then I was like, no, everyone's buying. They're all buying. And I got myself back into that energy of like feeling incredible. So it was so much fun, so exciting. And so much of that came from how disciplined I was with my thinking and bringing myself back to that intentional thought and not letting myself get derailed about the numbers and if I thought I was on track or not. The fifth thing is pre-selling is a must. This is a major issue that I see for most people who start scaling. This is something that I talk about endlessly in Simple Scaling Mastermind. But I want you to think about this. A lot of my clients have a one-on-one business of some sort. A lot of them have like a one-on-one service or coaching or like graphic design type stuff, that kind of thing, right? Like they have some kind of one-on-one practice to start out. Not everybody And it's certainly not necessary. I think it's a simple way to get your business started. But if you're not doing it, it's fine, right? Make your business work. But a lot of my clients start out with that model and then they shift over into a scalable offer. So they shift into something where they can accommodate more people. Doesn't have to be unlimited people like Mama to CEO. It can be something like smaller container, but just something that accommodates more people than their one on one did, where they're serving multiple people at the same time. So, a lot of people make this shift away from one on one into this scalable offer. And what I notice that they do is that they only are selling when the thing is open for enrollment. So for a lot of you, if you're one of these one-on-one types, you are selling all of the time. You are putting value out all of the time. You are creating demand all of the time. And you're filling one-on-one spots all the time. You shift into group offers, scalable offers, and you start putting out value and offers selling and creating demand only during your launches or the period leading up to your launches, like a short period leading up to your launches. This is not correct. (laughs) We do not start selling in the launch period. And by selling, I want you to understand that what I mean is creating demand through giving lots of value. I think a really good illustration of this is to tell you about my plan for 2022, Selling Mama to CEO. So I have a closed enrollment model, which means that I open up for launches That's the time that you can join. It's not open all the time. You can join from a launch. I'm going to do that four times in 2022. It's going to be a quarterly launch. So in the quarter leading up to the three months leading up to each launch, this is my plan. I'm going to be having my team really focused on growing my list. We have a process that we've identified that like this is how we want to grow the list 
in the next year and this is like specifically how we're going to do it. So that's going to be a little bit more held by my team. And then what I'm going to be holding is I am going to be doing a fire hose of value onto these people, onto this audience. They are going to get so much value. I'm going to throw away the idea that I could give too much. I'm never going to think that one again. I'm going to be focused on giving so much value because this is really how it works. Like you give people value, they want to pay you. This is how that works. It's a value exchange. And you have to give value up front, not just be like, hey, there's value in this program. Give me money and find out what it is. You have to give value up front. So this is my plan. Fire hose. (laughs) That's the specific word. Fire hose of value to my audience. And then when I open up the doors to Mama to CEO, it's more about collecting on the value that I have already built up. More about that than like trying to convert people at the beginning. Instead of thinking during the launch, this is when I'm like creating the demand and selling people on it. My thought is I have already created so much demand. They're already sold. I'm going to open the door and let them come in. And of course, during my launches, there's still going to be more value. There's still going to be so much selling, like powerful offers being made. But that's how I'm going to be thinking about it is that demand creation in between launches as my primary focus. So I want to offer that to all of you. This is how you could look at it. And if you are getting into scaling your business, if you are getting into launches and scalable offers, you have to think about it this way. And if you have done some launches and they haven't worked, this is probably why. So make note of that. And that is going to be like, such a focus for everyone in Simple Scaling Mastermind. Like this is our mandatory method of operation for absolutely everyone in Simple Scaling. I talk a lot about the back end of your business. Like I think there's like the selling and the marketing of like creating demand, getting people who want to come into your business. And then there's the back end of like the operations and the delivery. And I really talk about both so in depth in the mastermind, but I've just been seeing such a pattern of not having this like pre-selling or selling all the time or like truly knowing how to, not even knowing how, all my clients know how, not activating their knowledge of how to create demand in between their launches. So 2022, like you get ready, mastermind. (laughs) Actually, they're probably already getting it because I started it with them at the end of 2021 of like really focusing on this. So do not drop that. Last thing that I want to say, this one is so good. This was another huge shift for me in this launch. You are running the race with yourself. We are not in a race with other people in our business. Other people's launches, other people's revenue, other people's anything is not relevant 
to your business. If they're a friend of yours, you can be super happy. I have a friend who has a really amazing business. My best friend, she's a former client. She is making like multi, multi millions this year. Her business has exploded. It's amazing. I spent a lot of this year comparing myself and my launches to hers and some other people's who have really big launches and that kind of thing and feeling like I was doing it wrong. I would compare myself and I wouldn't measure up. And so something I shifted with this launch is to only think about my results in terms of me and my business, particularly how much I have grown. Not even thinking about where I want to be. Like not seeing like, well, here's where I am, but there's where I want to be. Because that feels terrible, right? Looking at here's where I am and here's where I was. And look at all the ways that I've grown. It's so much more empowering. So it had me looking at, okay, I made two sales. I think it was three sales, maybe. Three sales. On day one of design, I was like, oh my gosh. I made three sales on day one of design. Last year, I didn't make any sales until day three, where I made like four sales. So I'm already like way ahead of last year. See how different that is than being like, I only did three on day one and my best friend did like 300 on day one. (laughs) That's probably true. She probably did that. She's incredible. But like instead of doing something like that comparison that feels so terrible because think about it, like if you're at the place where you're selling three in a day, like 300 in a day is like so disempowering to be comparing yourself to right? Like, uh, no, don't do that self. And don't do that listeners. We're opting out of that kind of thinking. It just doesn't serve you. So then I just kept doing that through my whole launch. All I ever did was like compare it to past launches. And then it was so much fun at the end of the launch. I got so excited because first of all, I hit my goal of selling 50 spots that I'd been working on for a year and a half and failing for a year and a half. And I stuck with it and I finally did it. Amazing. It felt so good. But then I hit the number 64, which was the number of spots that I sold from January to November 2021. Like the first 11 months of the year, I sold 64. And then in eight days, In the last month of the year, I sold another 64 and then I ended up signing another person. So then it was like, I sold more in this eight day launch than in the prior 11 months. And I doubled my sales for the year in the last month. Like that is incredible. And then I also hit the milestone of selling 27 spots on the last day of the launch, which was the same number of spots I sold in all of December, 2020. So I had those incredible milestones that I achieved that were just so symbolic, so powerful. And I could totally decide to compare myself to somebody who sells hundreds of spots right? That would suck. 
That'd be so dumb. (laughs) I could definitely do that because brains love to do that, right? But instead, I'm just looking at how does my performance and my results compare to where I've been? What are all the ways that I've grown? How amazing is this? And another thing, like just thinking about my overall revenue for the year, I was on this like trajectory of like every year I would do like four or five times the revenue that I did the year before for like several years in a row. Last year, I made a little over 1.2 million. The year before, I did almost 800,000. So I could look at that and be like, well, that's not like four times growth. What the heck? But a huge portion of that almost 800,000 was from one-on-one revenue. And less than half, I think, was from groups. I think maybe like three or 400,000 was from groups. It was like three something, I'm pretty sure, from scalable offers. And then in 2021, All I sold was scalable offers. I didn't sell any one-on-one. None of my revenue is from one-on-one. So I quadrupled my group revenue in 2021. So I could look at, oh, I haven't had the big kind of explosive growth. Or I could say, I had explosive, insane growth in those offers. The only offers I'm doing now. And I have stayed on my trajectory of 4Xing. So how fun is that to think about going into the future, right? So there's always an empowering way to look at your stuff, look at your results, look at what you're doing. And there's always a disempowering way. And why wouldn't you choose the empowering way? Because that's going to serve you so much more. All right, this is like a super dense episode. You got a lot of content. This episode ended up being way longer than I expected. But if you want to know more about launching from me, I, because I clearly cannot contain it into a podcast episode, I am creating, and by the time you're listening to this, have already created a launch guide. This is going to be me downloading every single thing that you need to know to be successful with launches, to be calm with launches. All of it is going to be in a guide, like a book that I am writing, and I am giving it to the next round of Simple Scaling Mastermind. We are preparing it all and getting it ready to give to them. We're going to print it out and they're going to get copies at our live event in April. So if you're listening to this, if you're in this phase of business where launching is either your current reality or on the horizon, you definitely want to get the launch guide. You do not want to launch without the launch guide. And the process that I'm going to take you through for launch planning and launch execution and managing your mind during launches and how you think about your goals and all of the things are going to be in there way more than what I've taught on this podcast. This podcast is the tip of the iceberg of the launch guide. It has everything you need to make your launches so simple, so calm, and exactly how you want them to be. 
So if you want the launch guide, which obviously you do, make sure that you are paying attention to this podcast, my email list, all the things so that you see when enrollment opens for Simple Scaling Mastermind. It's opening up for enrollment on January 31st through February 2nd. It's going to be open for three days and I'm going to have you apply. There's a pretty short application, just a few questions, and then I want you to create a video. All of you who are applying, I want a three-minute video. I really love to watch those and it gives me a lot of insight into who is the right fit for the mastermind. We close the applications. I go through the applications. I actually start looking through them during the launch. So the sooner you get your materials in, the better for me to see them. I watch all the videos. I evaluate all of the things, figure out who is the best fit for this mastermind. We send out the acceptance letters on that Friday, uh, February 4th. And then we will begin the mastermind at the end of April. And we're going to be in Savannah, Georgia. I have never been. My COO is obsessed. It's like one of her favorite places. She's been raving about it. She's been telling me that they have like ghost tours and you can like walk around in the street with your alcoholic beverage if you are partaking. This sounds like a very interesting place. So, and it's like historic and there's cute boutiques and all of the things. And the hotel where we're staying is brand new. So I am really excited for this event. I'm excited to meet the next class and watch all of your videos. You can start working on the video now so you can be sure to get it in during the application period and have all of my help with launching for the rest of the year. All right, everyone, have an amazing rest of your week and I will be back here again next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.